With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to the Kit and Krista podcast episode. Who cares? That's what? what I say. Who cares? We're we're at the number where it's like, who cares? You know. You said that we're supposed to say it every time. You just got to your birthday, and you might be your birthday is like, how old am I? Who cares? I'm just <laughs> we don't be need to talk about that. Twenty-three from the rest of my. There life. we go. You pick an so age, let's move on. and then you just stick with it. All right. For the rest of your life. It's episode fifteen for the record for anybody. Episode fifteen is an important milestone. Desperately holding on. What is it? It's an important milestone. I need to that know. is five more, five less than twenty. Twenty-five is a good milestone. Why is it 25, not 20? Because that's a quarter to 100, you see. Oh, that's they make a good money reason. out that's of that. That's a good reason. Okay? That's a good reason. That's a good reason. That's a good reason. All right, you got me. You got I me. I did. Um, well. You're back from a birthday uh, getaway. I was I, I was, was really I was really week. holding it down solo for a week. Don't, it's kinda, don't it's make it. It's kind of fun. What? Don't make it sound like I didn't do anything, okay? Well, I'm, I'm setting you up to talk about your nice trip to <laughs> Disneyland and your birthday and all this. Yeah. So last week I went to SoCal, which was very fun. Uh-huh. And I went to Disneyland for the first time in like seven years. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. Good. I really had a great time. Disneyland is really the best. And I haven't, hadn't gone to that whole like Well, it's changed Wars. in seven years, right? Yeah, yeah. I hadn't gone to that whole Star Wars thing. Okay. Like, that is like the coolest the coolest thing. Hmm. I'm not even that big of a Star Wars Is it fan. very big? That's my impression. Is that it looks like it might be small. It's quite big. Okay. Like, there are several restaurants. There's a bar. Yeah. Like a cantina, mm-hmm. which serves surprisingly delicious drinks. Did you get the blue milk? There's blue milk there. I did not get that because that Don't looks get kind it. of gross. Looks gross. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, they could really phone it in, I feel like, with the food and people would still eat it oh, and buy yeah. it and pay for it and all sure. that stuff. But they just... Did such a good job. Like all the food there is so amazing. Yeah. The drinks were really good. They, I mean, they are so dedicated. Like even the waiters are just like in character the whole time. Like the waiter that was um, start, like helping me with drinks and stuff was like, yeah, I've been stuck on this planet working here because I lost all my credits in like a gambling thing. Like, so now I have to do this. It really sucks. Like, it's like. Are you being serious? Oh no, you're like really like playing your part. Well, you can't phone it in like you could in 1987, you know? I think so. I think they realized <laughs> like that. Mickey Mouse is like smoking a cigarette on the side <laughs> or something. He's like, whatever, kids. It's like, no, you're gonna have somebody gonna get you on a video or put put out some exactly. vitriolic uh, tweet tweet thread yeah. at Disney. So like, yeah. just no, you gotta you gotta be committed. So committed, yeah. and no, the area is actually really big, and there's tons to do. There's definitely like you know, a good variety of things you can do. Yeah. So there's two, like, ma- main rides that you can go on. They're both extremely well done and super fun. And not scary, so you would be okay because oh, you're good. really scared of roller coasters. You said one is kind of like a... It's almost like a team role play yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, you kind of have to... You're, it's called Smuggler's Run. So yeah. you're trying to, like, like you know, you have a task that right. you're supposed to get do and you, you go in six people at a time. Yeah. And um, you have pilots and gunners and um, engineers and you each have things like you have to push buttons and yeah. pay attention. That sounds neat. It was very cool. And then the other one um, 
the new Rise of the Resistance ride is like incredible. Like usually, you know, it's like kind of boring because you're like wait in line and then you get on the ride and the ride's mm-hmm. like two minutes and that's oh. it. But like the whole part of you like getting onto the ride is a whole thing again with like very committed actors and like they have of course a lot of projections that they use to like tell you what's going on to like set the story up. They really like take you on this like story and you're like you're like oh i believe it like i'm a i'm a prisoner i need to get out of here how am i gonna get out of here oh my gosh they're coming for me like you really like buy into it it's so cool um and then there's places where you can like make your own lightsaber and make your own droid and like yeah if i was a little did you do that no because it's like three hundred dollars but it's your own it's it's really cool i heard it's a very cool experience i would i would consider going back to do to do something like that. You have yeah. to make an appointment like way far in advance right. as well, but like so cool. And um, yeah, I had a great I had a great time. My advice to everyone aging mm. <laughs> as we all are on this beautiful earth is I learned some there's some Mr. Miyamoto. You just got to stay a kid at heart. Oh, sure. And then you'll never age a day. Yeah. So, that's why I, I think, think there's something to that. I really yeah. think so too. That's why it's great to love things like video games and uh-huh. like superheroes and right. Disneyland because you just feel like a kid. And yeah. like, I totally forgot about my responsibilities and uh, really, I really, I was like really in it. I was really immersed. And now you're back, locked in this content cage with me. I'm in the content There's mind no way again. out. <laughs> I won't let you leave. Oh no, ever? <laughs> you gotta ever, make the ever? content first. Okay, all Produce right. the content Let's do it. for Let's me. Produce it yeah. for you or for them. Forever for all of us. <laughs> Everybody's counting. Everyone's on it. involved. The everyone... pressure is so high for this content. Oh no. <laughs> Feeling it. Back to the real world responsibilities <laughs> of making a podcast every week. Grasps grasp yeah. this chair firmly. It's like most stressful jobs in the world. Brain surgeon. <laughs> astronaut. Podcaster. <laughs> okay? <laughs> you gotta talk. Yeah. You gotta do surgery. What you gotta you, what talk. You get tongue blah, 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 blah. What if you lose your Don't voice? Don't let that happen. That could happen, actually. I'm, I'm, I'll be a little worried about that. Yeah. That, that, that happened to Reggie before an E3, yes. where it was like down to the that wire. That happened to Mr. Wada. That was that was in Reggie. That was in yeah. his book. I don't remember that, but I do remember the Reggie like pre E3, yeah, where I was, it was like, like, "Are you drinking the lemon honey? Is this hot water? Do we need or? an understudy? Do I need to put on a Reggie suit?" And <laughs> you can just be his voice. They can yeah. mouth. They can like lip sync <laughs> to your talking. Reggie sounds a little different today. <laughs> oh well, he not sound the same at all. I'm a Reggie. I'm here to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, but yes, that was where yeah. I was. Good, and it was very fun. Moments before this recording. Mere moments. You were on Kind of Funny Games Daily with, with, with the wonderful Janet. With the wonderful Janet. Yes. Um, who was a great host. And yeah, it was so much fun to be just like on the show. Yeah. And Hashtag out. friend of the show, Janet. Hashtag friend of yes. the show for sure. Janet is a listener of this podcast. I she's, was watching this closely. She was training for marathons yes. and listening to her podcast, which sounds... Mm, I mean, training for a marathon sounds hard. Well, one part of it sounds great. I don't know listening if the to listening this podcast. part like helped her through it, but I hope it did. Like gave her. It's the like, mo- who needs to turn on "Eye of the Tiger" for the ten thousandth time she's when you like, can listen to this? Like, like I'm gonna brick. I'm gonna run through a brick wall. <laughs> Pow! Because they're listing these nuts. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the underrated desserts, though. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really fun. We like went through. I think some of the news that we went through. Is going to be in here too. I so know. I also continue. noticed that. I guess maybe Just, we don't need to do it. We've please, already done it. Please tune in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really fun. I was yeah. I was literally just sitting in, in the studio alone, right. which was weird. Um, that was fun to be on the show, though. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had some other stuff, even though I was 
not physically present last week. Huh? We definitely made some made some content. Well, you're in it. That we rolled out. I mean, don't make it seem like I just post in solo here. <laughs> just a, posting selfies. It's a projection of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Mario move, right. move it or lose it video is just a fake a fake Krista, right? Is that what you did? Yeah, you yeah, like that's right. stole my identity. You deep faked me. Mm-hmm. Is that what you did? Some people did point out that it's appropriate for me to be a Luigi because I'm taller. That's true. Which is it's true. Very like, oh, yeah. true to canon. Right. I didn't, I didn't think about that, but that yeah. is true. You have to be Luigi mm-hmm. always now. Mm. I guess I would be Wa- Wario. You'd be Waluigi as well in that instance. Oh. <laughs> Get that it's rose not, and put it in your mouth. Let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start farting and eating garlic. No, but a lot of people say that's that's uh, one of their favorite uh, challenges of ours so far. So if you I haven't seen it, check it out. That was my yeah. favorite one so far because it's just so interesting. You like to- that better than getting a pie in the face? Um, the pie was very squishy and soft, so it was fine. I, I think that that one was fun because I just never thought to try that in a Mario game. And like, clearly you didn't when you were doing it because you broke all the rules. My hands did a thing a that my brain didn't want, okay? Not a lot. A lot. One or two. The Kidarati are out there with the rule book, line by line. In the bylaws of the rule book, you cannot do that. Well, if we're talking about following the rules, we huh? should really, you you do n- never follow the rules and you have all sorts of loopholes that cause all mean? sorts of problems. So you should not be, this is like calling the kettle black, as they I'm a, say. I'm a rebel. That's part of my appeal. What? <laughs> <laughs> I make my own rules in you life. You really are yeah. like, seeing a different image of yourself in the mirror <laughs> than what you're projecting in real life, but that's okay. It's okay. I'm Live dang- in the illusion. I'm dangerous. <laughs> People think I'm dangerous. You drive a Prius and live in the suburbs. Can you like maybe take it down a notch? <laughs> All right, you got me. Scared of roller coasters. You got me. There. All, right. All right, so check out that video. <coughs> yes, it is up on our YouTube channel. Um, this week we're mm. digging into your personal collection of Nintendo Power magazines, which we talked about oh, a few gosh. episodes ago. I had you the... said that you like went into core memory on locked mode in <laughs> over the weekend. Yes? I really tell did. me. Um, so again, I got like the first thirty-ish issues of Nintendo Power. The f- for some of the really early ones are missing, but it's good because it actually starts with when my subscription started. That's very like like perfect. Yeah, like, and this is like late eighties, early nineties, yeah. kind of you know core NES time frame into the SNES. Love it. And it was just delightful because again, one of my life regrets, selling my old Nintendo Power issues. Right. So I haven't looked at these in like, I don't know, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it was did just- Did you have the same yes. vibes? They all Absolutely. come flooding back to you? I loved it so did you, much. Did you read it while you were eating like 14 bags of Doritos no, and drinking a Coke? Cause that's no. what we were doing back in the day. I, um, it really brings you back in some like, oh, it's like, oh, I remember this game. I remember this page. I remember this, this like- You're in it. Interview, I am in it. Don't spoil it though. Okay. We're, we're going to be doing on this week on the Kit and Krista show top ten incredible things from classic yes, Nintendo that, Power that you have deeply researched right. and found in these like a museum curator. Issues. Yes, we're going to be going through these. It's cool. Yeah, I never had my own subscription, but no. I remember we always used to pass those around at school, oh. and it's like, oh, so I'll have it for like. This part of recess. Yeah. I'm going to give it the the next. We have right. a checklist of like, people, yeah. here's what oh. go, who's going to next. Okay. And that was like, you had to sort of be a little bit more selective on the article, like the, the stuff that you're looking at and reading. Because sometimes I just needed like the help. It did have that. Like yeah. the tips, right? right? To get through a game that I was playing. Yeah. And that was like the only way. Mm-hmm. Back in our day, as we say. <laughs> Um, that was the only way. There was no internet. So it's like, oh, I have like 10 minutes with this magazine at recess. I better take some notes, mm. get this 
get the info I needed, so I didn't ever, you know, got the chance to, like, deeply look at them. Okay. So I'm kind of excited. Good. Get excited. Yeah. This is great. Um, there's also something... Give me a little bonus video on the channel. Oh I don't know, this might, might be out by the time this airs. Um, you have a so, very large. So, again, it's your birthday. Thing. You put me on blast. You're like, where's my, where's my birthday present I didn't last week? I put you on blast. First of all, <laughs> it, it was not your birthday yet. You were gone when your, actually birth, your actual birthday happened yeah. and when I got your birthday present. That's right. And it was we're gonna delivered open this. shortly after I left. We're going to film you opening this present. You have said that I'm going to quote pop off. You're going to have I a pop this. off moment when Am you I see gonna this. Am I going to cry? Is it going to be emotional? No, but it is really cool. You also said that if I didn't want it, just I in just case. give it to you. I'm just putting it out there. If you're like, eh, it's not did you really get for this me. Present for me, or did you get it for you? Oh, you can see the boxes right there. It's quite large. It's very large. That's you actually thing. wrapped it, which I do, I'm shocked. I do get nervous about large presents because it's like you're. It's a big you're, responsibility. You're like locked into it. Yeah, it's not like something you can file away and if you're like, oh, whatever, put this away. It's like, no, this is big. Oh, so, boy. Again, I made a guess and I don't think I was right. If you so. don't, no. <laughs> I was not right at all. You're not ready. You're very unexpected. But I have high expectations because, again, we are very, like, we bat a very high average on birthdays. We try to one up each other. We do, and yeah. now it's getting kind of hard. <laughs> the stakes are getting too high. The stakes high. are really high now. It's like, I need to custom make this, like, thing. And the price tags <laughs> are getting too high. Diamond encrusted <laughs> statue of me? Is that what you got? Yeah, you got it. I got it. Okay, perfect. Uh, I can't wait to Last that. thing, this weekend, the end of the month snuck up on us. It's time for another One Up Club uh, I'm so meetup. I'm excited. I loved our last yes. meetup so much, and... Um, yeah, if you haven't jumped onto um, Patreon yet, that's one of the cool, like yeah. one of my favorite um, perks and Patreon mm -hmm. benefits that we do for our One Up Club members. Um, and we did a meetup last month, and it was just like so nice to like people. People turn their cameras on, which I really appreciate because I like to see their faces. And like we were just hanging out, it was like very chill. Um, and yeah, we're really looking forward to doing that again this month. So. Yeah. You can still join. That's right. You and by, uh, anybody who joins by the end of this week. Mm -hmm. uh, and get the invite. That's right. So we hope to see you there. Yeah. 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 Lots of fun things planned, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, as usual. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. Wow. All right. It's really a lot. We're happening. barely getting started. All of it. So is what do you mean? A lot. It's great. Re-entering society? I'm re-entering. After a week of a non nonsense? A non-Star Wars world. <laughs> 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 and it's different people. Um yeah, our Nintendo story time is kind of interesting because yeah. we are heading into E3 season, SEN. Without E3. SZN. SZN, yeah. Yeah, season with no E3. Yeah. Um, it was funny because on the Kind of Funny show today, we were talking about E3 a little bit too. So I think oh. it's on people's yeah. minds. It still kind of feels like it because we know yeah. it's a big Xbox event, it's going to be mm -hmm. Summer Game Fest, other Summer stuff is sure, is sure to happen. Yeah, other things so, are yeah. surely going to come to pass. Um, so it's still very like exciting oh, yeah. time for the beautiful video game industry. So we thought we'd get started with a little pre E three Nintendo right. story time story. We're going to we be have a lot of E three yeah. stories. We're, we're going to be doubling up on these E three stories over the next couple of weeks because they're yeah. good. Because they're so good, and, <laughs> and it makes sense to do it. There's so now. much nonsense that you yeah. would not believe. <laughs> Maybe you do believe, but you, there, I, I cannot even describe to you, like, you can't make this stuff up, honestly. Right. Like, the stuff that happens at E3, you're like, what? Um, but there's also, like, a fair amount of stuff that is has had become very routine right. leading up to an E3 that we think is kind of fun to, like, look back on. And, yeah. and definitely stuff that you guys wouldn't have heard Yeah, of. and who knows? I mean, you know, there, there probably won't be another... 
E3 in the way they were before. Who mm -hmm. knows? Maybe there will never be another E3 period. Yeah, this so is I, historical I, knowledge. You know, I doubt it. Nintendo, they'll be approaching E3 the same way again. Exactly. So it's good to uh, get these out there for posterity. Exactly. For the history books. For the history books. Yes. Take note. Right. Um, so we're, we have a, a fun pre-E3 story um, today. Um, and I guess we can go back to like just describing a little bit of like what the planning period right. for E3 entailed at Nintendo because it was very much like a all hands on deck right. everyone drop everything yeah. we're all going well, to focus and work on E3 well unless well unless we're launching not, a game and not then really you're not because it anything. was it was basically do these two full-time jobs for several months right right and um, there's a lot of us and hope you make it <laughs> yeah don't take your your vitamin C yeah. supplements and right. stay healthy until yeah. you, know, you have to do this very like rigorous right work schedule and yeah. there's a lot of us and and i was talking to one of my other nintendo friends who had a birthday around this may june period oh, sure. we really we really uh missed out on a couple of hundred birthdays <laughs> couple hundred. wow several to many well, birthdays when you're undead of, like you are <laughs> when you're a cyborg <laughs> um, and you're from the planet no, just kidding. Yeah. um but it's like we're, we're both no longer at nintendo right. we're like oh kind of nice not to have an E3 to plan for you yeah. know it's like you get your birthday back um but because there's a lot of lead up well, so so okay planning. so let's look at the, the calendar here yes you know the E3 is something that's always being talked about but I yeah. felt like it really kicked off yeah start of April right was when you hit like the ground running yeah. and everybody would have a lot to do yeah exactly and, and that's was... when like no one is allowed to take any more time off okay so that and all that <clears throat> stuff that was a uh would you call it an unwritten rule? Yeah. Because I mean, it was a written but you, unwritten you rule. You could not tell, like legally, you could not tell somebody, like, hey, you cannot take time off. Vacation, yeah. But there were definitely times where there was some, some major guilt. So every year, every year there was somebody who was the quote E three lead. Right. And that meant they were kind of in charge of like you know, everything. I mean, they didn't have to do everything, but they were kind of overseeing the project. Yeah, that's a hard one year. Hard I had job. I had the great honor you of being it. the E3 lead. I told everyone that if I was to, <laughs> was asked to do this, I would quit immediately. Nobody I never wanted to do it. It was really it was one awful. of those things where you you would campaign hard to not do it because yeah, you knew it was terrible. It really like, is like the hardest job you'll ever right, do. Right. And everyone basically, you're like the person that everyone complains to when yeah. they're having an issue. So you're just getting it from. Every direction globally, yeah. um, so it is tough. And job. for a lot of people, it is kind of like make or break. It's either like, okay, well, this person did great, and they went on to like you know get this promotion or right. whatever, and then or, and, or if it doesn't go well, it's like, oh, they're in the doghouse, or they might leave the company. Mm -hmm. like, That's happened. That's it was legitimately happened. really high stakes. So yeah. that was another thing. It was like, I don't know if it's appropriate, like how much pressure is put on this. This role? one individual, yeah. yeah. So sure. um, I, I did it. Yeah. Um, and there, but there were definitely people before me who were very like, no, really, like you cannot take time. No off one can leave unless it's like an emergency. Yes. And I kind of like I was like, this is really ridiculous. So like, right. let's let's let people make the decisions. Like, obviously, we're all busy, but if you have something you need to do, or if you like, I mean, we're all adults. We can manage through yeah. this. So, but I think you were the rarity because the other. You know, E3, you, you were E3 leads one time. The other, like, you know, tens of many times we yeah. did it, the E3 leads were pretty strict right. about. 
And not only that, even if you said, even though you you as the E3 had said, like, you know, we're all adults, whatever, it's major guilt trip. Yeah. Like, people, it's not just the E3 lead. Everyone around you is like, oh, you're taking time to, off during E3? Oh, I do why? remember my, my first year, I think, of when we were in E3 season, this was probably like, I don't know, like, probably about now, like now-ish, like May, you know, mid-May. And I remember mm-hmm. I was like leaving the office like really late. It was like, I don't know, like 7.30, 8 o'clock or something. Yeah. And I was actually the first person on the team to leave. That's right. And it was like, yeah. should they, I not be leaving right now? They, like, would, I, they would order us dinner sometimes because yeah. we would be there so late. Yeah. Yeah, and also that your weekends are gone. Right. The idea of like crunch is very developer specific, and and thankfully not something that That we we really have with all the time a comparison point for. Right. But this is a crunch situation, unfortunately. It it, it truly was, and it's not like it's not just the hours; it's just also the pressure. Right. I think it's just like (laughs) you know, there's there you just really there's so much like expectation placed on it. Um, that you're feeling it yeah. and you're getting it from it your, is it is like like I don't, like I, don't I, I call it like the Super Bowl because it's like the big the biggest moment of the year. Yeah, don't mess it up. <laughs> and that's why I'm glad. Know? That's why I'm glad that hopefully you know this brings some change these years away yeah. from E3 because it was like it was too much and there's other ways to make an impact beyond E3 yeah, and and exactly. other times of the year that you can make an impact. Exactly. So it's still good that we have this big thing in the summer, but let's not make it the like end only all. Only be all. yeah the only thing yeah. So okay so like. Usually April, May is like a big, huge, like yeah. all hands on deck planning period. You know, we, as the marketing team, you know, we all had different roles that we we're playing. Like, yeah. for example, um, I usually led like the creators strategy right. for E3. So I would like figure out like what we what kind of demos or experiences yeah. we would give to our creators to allow them to like film um, all the great announcements that yeah. we would have at E3 and then like how to share that. Everybody had different roles, right. you know. One year I was doing like the developer yeah. management in charge role, of the developers, which was so much fun. <laughs> which is basically like, let's get Mr. Onuma to chase me with a yeah. It's like what goofy stuff gun. can we propose? Yeah, but that was yeah. the year of Bill getting pushed over by yeah. being in the box. That <laughs> was that it. year. I love that. So like, you know, there's different sort of things, and of yeah. course, there's um, there are other people on the team that would be in charge of like promotion for like Treehouse Live yeah, or, or different in, events like or like booking yeah. all of the media appointments right like the hundreds yeah. and hundreds literally hundreds that, of media appointments we talked a little bit about the master schedule but oh, that is man. like the one yeah. of the most complex things like yeah. ever now you um, mentioned all the marketing teams not all the marketing teams were involved in this the same true. way like you would hear for occasionally like oh somebody in like advertising or like you know some yeah. other it's like oh you guys look busy it's like yeah we're pulling our hair out it's E3 yeah. like, what are oh, you up to oh yeah that yeah, I'm not really doing anything for that. Yeah. Just like, I think the the big the most um, the teams that were that were working you know the most right. on E3 is the communications team, which is us. us. And we usually the E3 lead was usually pulled from the communications team, right? Which is weird, but okay. Yeah. Um, obviously the treehouse yeah. because they're doing all the demos, events, and the, the events, team. yeah, <laughs> building this Ooh. insane these insane yeah. magical they're booths, working really really right. hard, maybe the hardest yeah. of all of us, right? Uh, and the retail team, right. like any of those yeah. Best Buy events right. that people have gone to in the past, or they're doing all the retail. Yeah, like they events. do kind of in parallel, like the sales version of what we do for media, where they're showing right. people around, or they might yeah. have an event specific for them. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's very hard uh, on them as well. Yeah, and of course, this is a global event, so everybody from different countries come yeah. in to to work on. You know the same thing, but for their region. So right. it's very much coordinated globally, which is also another layer of complexity. Yeah. Um, but around the sort of the May time frame was a, a really big deal for us because 
that was a time when we would all travel to um, the headquarters in right. Redmond, Washington, to get our first glimpse of yeah. the games that were showing. Of the games here. and that we've been working on and planning for yeah. for you know months in a lot of cases, right. but they haven't actually seen it. So yeah, yeah, we would we would make a trip up kind of you know late May mm-hmm. or early June, kind of like and oh, both first and third party games yeah, would be uh, there. Yeah. So we'd get like sort of this big yeah like a week or two before the show, yeah. so it's all really like current and fresh mm-hmm. and um, play like the latest builds. Yeah, we'd and be all there for you know two three days and really mm-hmm. jam pack it you know doing yeah. meetings with people but then we would always have a couple hours or like half a day where it's like all right we're yeah. gonna, you can sit down see the games ask questions get these demos and right. really like learn it you also have to stuff. sign your life away and your first born away in blood to like get into the room of the secret games but, oh you yeah know, that's just yeah. one well thing. i mean we did that a long time ago we, we really did that <laughs> yeah, long time we didn't ago. have to sign that again <laughs> yeah the, the blood signature the yeah. blood valve yeah you know and usually that was a really great moment because it was like oh yeah this this game you know is worth the hype or mm-hmm. you know we're making the right decision by putting yeah. this at the like, forefront you, you start to believe the hype yourself in that yeah. moment a lot of the times because it's really hard when you're working like almost around the clock and you're stressed and tired to like feel just discouraged after a while after like that grind and like that sort of late may period um right like weeks before the show when you see the games and you like really deeply get to play them it's like oh okay i know what i'm working yeah like it feels good now much less abstract yeah and and that maybe at that time you might see like oh here's what our booth is gonna look like it's like okay now i'm putting it makes sense all right this is this actually looks incredible we're gonna have you know, a yeah. full Zelda-themed booth that's yeah. going to bring you into the game. Yeah. Genius. Or, like, we're going to build, like, this Luigi's Mansion, yes. like, Disneyland experience that's going to do this, these right. things. And and so you really start to, like, believe in the work again because it is really tough, like, those months leading up to it to feel, like, like really yeah. just, like, I'm over it. I'm over this, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah, So big pivotal moment. Um, this specifically was even a bigger moment because you were... Were you the E3 lead? No, you no, were not. This was no, the year before you were the E3 lead. I think so, yeah. Uh, so I was the lead the year of uh, Smash Brothers. That's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shudder. Uh, you were not the E3 lead, but no. you were the Breath of the uh, Wild right. lead. So right. you had a very important job that year as well. But this was actually the first um, time we were going to see Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And it was like a big deal because we had been planning. And there was like this very like controversial decision where they were like, for E3, for the first time ever, we're not showing any other games except for this game. Yeah. And we were like, come again, what? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. is it really that good? Right. Like, no one no one really, none of us really, really knew, but we were just like, well, that's risky, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it was risky, but it made a lot of sense because yeah. A, the game was great. B, I mean, this was still the Wii U days, and, right. and you know, there was not a lot else there. Right, right. So it's like, well, if we have this incredible game, we yeah. might as well make the most of it and right. really blow it out. Exactly. But it was definitely one of those, like, decisions that was made that there, a lot of people were like, whoa, that's a lot of pressure yeah. on one game. Right, like, right. Fingers crossed, this is good. Yeah, you know, and and yeah. all signs had indicated to this game being incredible, but right. none of us had played it. Right. Um, we'd seen like videos and stuff like that. So it was kind of like this big moment. Yeah, so there so there was a lot of pressure on that demo to really deliver. Perform. Yeah. Right. right. And deliver. Not only to us, obviously, but to people that are going to be like, you know, like media and creators and like yeah. everyone that was gonna be seeing the game for the first right. time outside of Nintendo. Right. So right, right. Um, so we get there and we we go through the whole song dance of like Usually what happens is um, there was there's like a kind of a presentation yeah. of like the key things in the game that um, if you were like 
doing a media interview or you're talking to somebody, um, you should like point this out. The key so, messages. The key messages. I'm trying to make it sound more fun <laughs> and like something so dry. But the messaging architecture. <laughs> the message track. <laughs> we start with the broad messaging and then we go down the pyramid into more details to ladder up to the broader messaging. Are you uh, like okay. cringing inside yet? Um, but anyways, that's what it basically was. Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, our Treehouse team who knew the games backwards and forwards at this point would be there to like point out all the cool yeah. little details and stuff. And you kind of like, I always get real anxious during that. I'm just, just let me play, just let me play. Yeah. And I'm like sitting in that, in that <laughs> Enough chair. Enough talking. Like, Hurry Let's up, go. Corey. Yeah. Talk faster. <laughs> JC, talk faster. I don't need your blathering. And then like, you're just like, Click through the slide. Because yeah. um, all you want to do is just like get your like little sweaty hands. We all know it's control. the dramatic reinvention of the historic Zelda franchise. All right, it's all right. It's our first, yeah. you know, yeah, we need to, yeah. we get it. Okay. We, Link as you've never seen him before. Ago. Yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so it's like a very like sort of this built up anticipation, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah. all the, you know, all of us are just like on the edge of our seats. Like, right. Let's do it. Um, so we finally get through the presentation and like there's like these stations set up and all of us make like beelines yeah. to you know get our hands on the game I, my first impression i like got goosebumps I, I was just like blown away yeah. and of course the demo for that game was very different it definitely didn't have like action sword fighting like we're not fighting a boss or anything yeah. it was very you know as the game is like very atmospheric, yeah. like open, open, like kind of like do what you want to do. Yeah. It was like sort of that great plateau. Yeah, it was. It was the great plateau. Yeah, I think it was on a timer, so right. there it was, was like only so much that you could like do. That. You could not get off the great plateau. Right, right. But it was a very much like you do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was the whole point to get across for the game anyway. Yeah. So. You know, that moment where, like, you know, Link comes out of the shrine, like, the game sort of, yeah. the world kind of, like, opens up before. Mm -hmm. When I first saw that, when I was, like, first playing that part, I, like, I got chills. It was so good. And I think a lot of people had the same reaction as me. Yeah. You definitely did. Like, we were both like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, such a departure from a traditional Zelda game. Like, now I get what they're saying. Like, we totally understood, you know, like, why it was done this way. Yeah. But... There was yeah. someone Oof. who shall not be named for safety purposes. <laughs> who shall not be cancel culture here does not. But was on. in a role of quite a bit of authority. Great importance. Yes, great importance and authority. Yeah. Who was very loudly proclaiming that, that this this, this demo was a bust. Yeah. That we were we in were deep trouble. Basically, like in some yeah. doo doo. <laughs> Brace yourself because this E3 is going to bomb, basically. Yeah, and saying this to a group of yeah. people and at, a, at you know, two weeks before E3 for a booth that is only showing the one game that you yeah. said would bomb. <laughs> right. Who, who, this person, again, is, is very, like, influential. Right. In terms of the way um, the the other executives, yeah, like, oh, people, Reggie, people go, oh yeah, we we are in deep trouble. Yeah, yeah. Like Reggie would believe this person. This person, if this yeah, person told right. Reggie that very we were persuasive, in deep very influential. Yeah, yeah. So Reggie was not there. We should say Reggie was not there. <laughs> no. But um, but basically, like that caliber of communication, right. this person is doing to the executive highest level. Executives. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and again, I think his points were like. 
if you don't know what you're supposed to do, it could be boring. He said it was boring. Or you could get lost and... It's like there's no action. There's no big moment. Right. Um, there's no climax to it. It's just right, kind of right. people bumming around doing yeah, whatever. Yeah, just like in the grass, like with a stick kind of thing. Right, right. Um, um, and he also said the game didn't look good, like mm, visually, like yeah. the graphics weren't good. And I was like... right. Do we look at that the was, same That demo? was always something that we got hung up on around E3. It was like, oh, how are we going to compare to PlayStation? Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like who well, cares? It doesn't matter. Like, how many, we're on year, like, what of, like, not having the best graphics? So what? Yeah, that's not These games stand on their and own merits. Also, like, I think people understand that already. Yeah, so but there was always shit. just, like... Yeah, Some like, hand Like, like by clockwork that. of, like, oh, no, this game doesn't look as good as a PS5. <sighs> like, all right, whatever. Well, yes, obviously. Yeah. So, but, but it's fortunate that we were in this big group setting, and we had kind of a good, lively debate. Yeah. Of is he was really you know the one person who was a namesay- naysayer or gloom and doom, but we were all like, no way, no way, man, this is really this is awesome. This is special. Like, this is awesome. You are not. You should go play this like ten more times because yeah. I don't think you're getting it. Right, right. So uh, in the end, I think history has, has uh, told its own tale, <laughs> but been kind to us. Yes, exactly. not so kind to him. But uh, that was really like <laughs> it just that was one of those like that. face palm moments. Yeah. It's like. It's kind of like when you, what did people say? Like, don't shout fire in an elevator. So it's like that kind of You situation. could say also E3 is like panic management. It's like, oh my God. let's not. Especially for the E3 lead. Let's right? calm down. No, the E3 lead needs to make sure people are not panicking because panic, can, spiral bre- panic very, can break out at any moment. Don't shout, shout fire in yes, a theater. Don't do that. Yeah, that, right. that is what E3 is, right. though. Like, people are suppressing yes. their desires tell to pe- shout fire just, just in a tell people it's going to be okay yeah yeah <laughs> it's really part of the job yeah it's like a child like yeah. just comfort them right there's lots of yeah. different tensions are high i get it yeah high stakes deep gonna... i should i think feel like we should have done like collective yoga it's or gonna meditation because okay. like everyone took a deep right. cleansing breath but that that was sort of the um like the result of the shouting fire thing when this person said yeah. like this game sucks basically right. and we're gonna we're in for like we're going to yeah. get, like, laughed out of the room yeah. kind of thing. And everyone's, like, initial reaction was, like, let's go straight to panic yeah. until we, like, so fortunately, Yeah, so to, fortunately nobody really got too deep in the panic. I think he yeah. remained very skeptical yeah. until, obviously, we got there and it won, you know, game of the show from everybody. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't remember I us don't having... I even ever admitted that he was wrong, though. It's never too late to apologize. Looking at you there. Just, just mm-hmm. saying. Um, yeah, we, I, don't, I don't recall us ever having that big of a disagreement over, like how a game would be perceived or the ever. quality of a game. Yeah. It's funny because it's, like, it's just the best game ever. And it was like literally yeah. the best game ever. Right. So it's like, wow, you really are on the wrong side of this, but okay. If you want to plant your yeah. flag in that soil, that's right. be all, by all means, don't let us stop you. Um, but I was glad that there wasn't like widespread, just like yeah. sort of, it didn't, it didn't no. lead to more people becoming like dissenters. Right. Or like and that's also whatever, where it helps so. to have, you know, Treehouse in the room and they've been living and breathing these games for months and they right. can be like, hmm. You're kind of you're kind you're of kind off of missing here. the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, but that that was pretty pretty uh, pretty funny. And and again, around this time, it's just like such like a like a pressure cooker of different emotions. Right. And so I think we were all just like, "What the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fight you! <laughs> like, come here so I can slap you in the face, so you can like re like like yeah. slap some sense into you, where you backhand." Um, but yeah, it was it was. It was funny. It's funny now. It was definitely not funny. It'll always then. be funny. Um, yeah, but but yeah, pre E three, a lot of emotions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of. And emotions. then from there, there'd be you know a little bit more mop up, and then we'd be off on our way. But to we're gonna LA? save that for another episode. Yeah, yeah. Maybe exactly. next week. Who knows? 
probably. We don't plan that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> not like contrary no. to E3, we do not yeah. plan these no, episodes that far ahead. We don't. You can take a vacation yeah. during your birthday. So. Yeah. Things have gotten better, everyone, <laughs> all around. Um, but yeah, that's our fun Nintendo story time. Uh, if you're listening, you're that person. Never too late to apologize. That's right. <laughs> all right. Shall Onward. We, on? we shall. Okay. Our fun Never a Minute segment today is playing the game of most likely to dot, dot, dot. You tried to steal my notes for this. I did Which not. I did not appreciate. Why did you do that? I did not. I was holding the stack of papers. <clears throat> I thought they were all my papers. But this is kind of like, you know, in like a high school yearbook, it's like most likely to like become president or yes, something like that. Yeah. Did you did you have those? Did you win any of these? Um, I don't think I won any of those, but I def- oh. def- we definitely had it. We definitely really? had that. Yeah, most you didn't like, get anything? I should look back, but oh. I don't think I got anything. I mine was not a most likely to, but it was it was a little dubious honors. It was looks innocent but. And I'm like, "Well, what does that mean?" Is it because you're dangerous? It's because I'm dangerous, because I'm a, I'm a risk. You're a risk yeah. with, look with out. a cause. I mean, you might look that. at this face and think like, oh, whatever. But then you peel, again, you peel away at the onion. Whoo! What's underneath? Well, you didn't know what you were Nobody in store knows. for. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the danger, though. It's so it's real true. in your face. It's true. You don't know what could happen in um, So we've each got two. Yes, we've um, got two scenarios. And we're just going to see what character in all of gaming. We're going to discuss we're gonna, it's wide. Character. It's wide open. Yes. Maybe we can agree, maybe we disagree. We'll find out. You okay. look very eager to do this one, so why don't you go ahead? Okay. Most likely to stand up someone on a date. Uh, okay. So there's two ways you could look at this. Uh, the, the more like glass half full is maybe they're absent-minded and they okay. lost track of time. Or they, took, they fell asleep, they took a nap, and like, oh, oh lost okay. track of time. Okay. Um, so hot that they have so many options that they could. Well, that's the, now we're getting into the glass half empty. Yeah, so um, many options. Right, so many are there. there so many swipe rights. Like, whatever, like I, like I changed my mind. I changed my mind. A hotter option opened up. Right. A better option. Opened right, up. right, right, right. Hmm. Yeah. So who? So who would be good for who this? Who would be good for this? I think, or someone that's just extremely busy, had a lot to do. Sure, that's kind of in between. Mm-hmm. The glass is like right at the middle. <laughs> um, do you have? Do you have? Just to get us started, do you have any big ideas? I feel like one person that could be like so hot uh-huh. that all the girls just he gets a lot of girls is Ezio from oh. Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, he's really right. hot. Yeah, and he's also busy. Yeah, but could have a lot going on. Yeah, and could be not available. I have been for to the Italy. Spaghetti dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their adherence to on the dot time is maybe different than ours. They have a lot yeah. of espresso breaks. Right. Maybe he's on one of those. Okay. I like that one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that he could be, he could stand somebody for a multitude of yeah. reasons. Yeah. Another, okay. Another one that's standing out to me is um, Cloud, specifically from the Final oh. Fantasy VII uh, remake. He just seems like, you know, the, the dark and broody type who's just yeah, like, like. I'm not feeling it today. I just needed to sit in a dark room and. Be alone with my thoughts. And his giant <laughs> yeah. sword. So he's not he's not being like mean about it, but he's just like he just doesn't care, you know? Oh, so many girls. It's kinda like the it's kinda like him. the Robert Pattinson Batman. He's just the like, Batman? A date. What would the point of that be? <laughs> Innocents are being taken advantage of he, in the streets of Gotham. He needs to <laughs> both of them need to take a shower, is my Oh review. no. 
The guy liners grinding. just oh, not all the way sticky. wiped off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I get that you're out in the streets with your sleeveless shirt. But okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you should take a shower instead of going on it. Maybe he was trying to get all the zippers undone and he just couldn't. He's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I gotta, oh, I gotta give up. I gotta get ready for this date, but there's too many zippers. <laughs> all right, those are two good choices. Um, okay. Let's see, I got a lot of these. Uh, okay. Who is most likely to get lost while driving but not want to ask for directions? <gasps> oh, someone that's like super. Like well, stubborn. Stubborn. Yeah. yeah. People say a little bit this is a stereotype that men often do often, this. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily needs to be. I, I let's just examine that. I don't love asking for directions. I you like don't? To, I like to figure it out on my own. Oh. No. Nowadays it's I'm also a little antisocial. I don't want to talk to somebody. Oh, I don't mind asking for directions. Yeah. The thing okay. <laughs> the thing about that is like well, if you Sorry. ask somebody for directions, you're likely to get like, oh, first you turn left on Hawthorne, then you turn right on Maple, then you, you go straight for two two minutes, and then you okay. go left. It's, look for the look for the baseball what field. What about in like I'm a like, foreign huh? country? Well, then I'm really in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> like you wouldn't ask the local. Would you would you ask the local to recommend something? I mean, to if you? I'm in real like dire straits, I do that all the time. Like you, you meet people like randomly when you're, you're traveling. Of, you're one of those Americans. And then you just start talking to them, or they start talking to you. You just start befriending people at a breakfast buffet. Okay, we just like, <laughs> hey, nice to meet you. Are you my Is new best friend? To me going to you want you want to go to lunch with me? <laughs> okay. No, but okay. I but I I will I will interact more. I think. All right, get you. off the tangent and ask the other question. Well, we need to figure out who this person is first. Yeah, so who do you think it is? Um, let's see. Someone who is so confident in their own abilities that they don't need help. Maybe Link? Uh, well, I mean, he doesn't speak is another <laughs> reason. He's got that. Yeah. She could slay to, like, yeah. Google a direction, yeah. maybe? Okay. Um, I'm going to put out one. Uh, Master Chief? Oh, you know, like in, in uh, the latest uh, Halo game, he's got his his buddy uh, weapon. Oh, he's in his ear, and he's kind of just like giving her the brush off the whole time. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. Shut up, boy. Yeah, well, I she's got, pretty. Annoying. I got this. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, but she's I mean, like a Siri. She might be trying to help, but it's you know, next gen Navi. Weapon? Basically. Weapon? That's why he's not... He, I'm like pointing to the... <laughs> he's like, try, well, oh, that's a spoiler. I almost said a spoiler for that game. I shouldn't say that. For Halo? Don't start. You, you're you're, you're a spoiler... Just, Alert, non-alerter? Yeah, yeah. You just have a, a blind spot about spoilers. So I'm let's, sorry, but these games are old. Right. If you don't know the These games just yet. came out! A year ago! Like six months ago. Oh my gosh. Eight months ago. Um, oh, my turn. Well, do you have any other thoughts for that? Um, you like you like Master Chief for that? I like Master Chief and I like Link for that. Master Chief is often driving something too. That's true. You know? What about Captain Falcon? He's just fishtailing in this warthog. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I drive. <laughs> Whoa, can I go straight here? Captain Falcon. He'd okay. sooner kick you than ask for directions. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good, right? That's He's good also one. driving. Yeah. Okay. Very quickly. Yeah. Around in a All circle. Right. I'll, I like that. <laughs> okay. That could be it. That could be a good one. Okay. All right. Um, most likely to abandon his or her life and go live in the woods as a recluse. Oh. Well, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Again, I want to know why this happened. It's like 
it could be someone that is just like living in the big gritty city and was just like, I'm over it. <clears throat> yeah. Forget this. I'm well, I mean, I, I do have the, the example of the character that literally did this, which is Kratos. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a, for different li- reasons. That's though, literally different reasons. what he did. <laughs> uh, so maybe that's just the like slam dunk answer. No, that's a boring answer. Uh, but is, is, is this person trying to get away from something? Are they on the run? It doesn't Are they just, be have any. they just, anything. Are they just broken from society? Could be. Or it could be that they um, just like decided they love nature. Okay. Or maybe they love nature already, but they've never been able to, huh. you know, fully enjoy. All right. Or relax. Interesting. Um, so who, what's who coming to mind for you? I, I'm, I'm sticking with Kratos because he did it. <laughs> That's such a cop out answer. All right. Well, what do you have? Uh, maybe Aerith? Why? I don't know. I feel like she's very. You like, just want her to go away. You I don't like her. Yeah, she's so annoying. Go live in the woods. Go and never come back. Yeah. I feel like she is sort of like I need to get away from this sad mm. world. Like yeah. this world is very hard for me. Yeah. And I'm very like sensitive to yeah. all the things. She's so annoying. Yeah. Um. So maybe like, maybe she would enjoy just like sol- a life of solitude. Yeah. In like a cabin somewhere. All right. Hmm. This is, this is this is going way back, so we can talk about spoilers. Uh, oh. the, the original uh, Gears of War uh-huh. trilogy, Dom, okay. who, who really went through the emotional roller coaster with his uh, poor wife, Maria. So I think he's just like over it, and he's just like, I'm, I'm just, yeah. done. I'm just done. I'm just I'm gonna done go. I'm just gonna go chop wood and eat like oatmeal. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad actually. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like it would be a nice life for him. Yeah. He deserves some so how about solitude. That? I got multiple answers for you. All right. All right. Is this the last one? Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> uh, who is most likely to make plans with friends and then cancel at the oh. last second? It's me, isn't it? Just kidding. No. <sighs> Just kidding. Okay, someone Okay, someone that's this, like... is, this is similar. This is maybe like a 1A to your uh, stand somebody up on a date. Yeah, a little bit. But this is more so about a person that is maybe a homebody. Yeah. And maybe tries to be social but like has like anxiety. Right. And then kind of chickens out yeah. at the last minute. Hmm. Who would do that? Yeah. Who's like an anti-social person? Uh, I could see Luigi doing this. Because again, Luigi's nervous. frightened. <clears throat> if it's like somebody, if it's like a social circle he doesn't know, That's I could just true. see him nope out of it. That's one of my again. I'm, you I'm are, the introvert of this group. You definitely. That's one of my. Too. That's one of my real issues. Is like when you go out with a group, yeah. and then this person's like, "Oh, I brought so and so along," and it's somebody you've never met before. That's like a real like. Ugh. Really. So major. What if, you, what if you go out with like five people yeah. and one of the five people brought one person that yeah. you don't know? Is that still an that's, issue? That's exactly but, what I just said. But no, but you 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 know five. Yeah, but it kind of changes the people. it changes the dynamic, and then you kind of feel like you're like feeling them out, or you kind of can't or like oh, I can't tell this joke because they're not going to know the reference, oh, and it's just like I didn't. This isn't what I signed up for. I'm the real sorry. introverts out there know exactly what I'm talking about. You okay. you can't hang with us. I'm sorry. Yes. I don't. I didn't think. I never thought about that because. I would be, I'd, I wouldn't want to be outnumbered. Like, I think that would be pretty hard. Like, if you go out in a group and you only know one person. Oh, so you wouldn't want to be the person joining the group. I wouldn't want to be outnumbered. Yeah. I would want to know more people that right. I don't Oh, I, I absolutely wouldn't do that. You just wouldn't yeah. go, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I, I, I would. Sounds think, awful. I would, I would consider 
like how well I know the person that was yeah. gonna bring me and if that person yeah. was gonna ditch me. Because then I'd be like alone right. with like strangers and that would yeah. be bad. So Luigi, I think, is a is a lock okay. for this. Okay. Do you have anybody else? Who else? He's giving off major introvert vibes. Um I don't know. Who who's who's like an Who's like a real? Wow! Like a real intro. Stumped. Luigi's the answer. That's the only person we can think of. Listeners slash viewers, please tell us in the comments who it is. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like I'm like literally look, like thinking about <laughs> staring blankly in the Smash <clears throat> roster. Maybe oh. Samus. Okay. Because she's very used to being yeah. alone, yeah. so it'd probably take her take a lot mm. out of her to go into yeah. like a social situation. It's true. So maybe she's like actually. Like the last thing to be those people are losers. I got better things to do. I gotta save the galaxy. <clears throat> That's another good choice for your for your first one too about standing up on the date. Oh, because she's yeah. like busy. Yeah, and she's like, or she's like, like what important thing. I, don't, I don't care about this. Yeah, that's true. Okay, there All you right. go. Tell us your picks. Solved it in the comments, yes. please. Uh, okay, moving on to what we are playing. Finally, the non Elden Ring the edition. The non Elden Ring edition after months, months. Now, now you were traveling. Did what? Did you did you play any games? Did you just say like I'm taking a break? No, no, I definitely brought, I didn't do any, like, cloud play or anything like yeah. that. Like, I know you like to do that, but I was yeah. kind of, like, out and about um, on this trip, so I just brought my Switch um, yeah. to play, like, during, you know, the plane or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I was kind of, like, looking through my Switch backlog, and I stumbled across um, that game from, like, years ago, um, Sakuna. Of Rice and Rune, I think is the yeah, that's um, the full title, and I had downloaded that game and just never and with the full intention of like playing it when it came out, and then was very distracted with other games, so I never um, never even like turned it on basically, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll just I was just kind of like scrolling through what I had um, in in my Switch and. Yeah, that game is actually really cute. I didn't realize that. It gave off some major, like, Okami vibes. Oh. Even the movement of the... You play as the this little, like, goddess. And um, also similar to Okami. Not a dog. A, a human goddess. And even, like, some of the, the, like, the attacks and the way the character moves is very similar oh. to that game. It has the same look as well as, like... The whole premise is that you've, like, angered the other gods. And now you're, like, sent off to this island to like get rid of the evil spirit so you can go back to like heaven um and you have these like humans helping you what, what's really interesting about this game is it has kind of like a farming sim part of it with the rice with the rice yeah and also this like um you know sort of platforming um action part of it so the right they integrate it in a really cool way so you grow you have to grow and farm the rice and the farming part of it is actually pretty deep like you have to plant it a certain way. You have to, like, till the soil. You have to, like, control the water flow. Wow. You have to fertilize it. And then after the rice is grown, you have to harvest it and, like, you know, like, thresh it, whatever it's called, to, like, get the grains off. Yeah. And then, it, like, it gives you, like, a rating, like, how well yeah. you did. And it's all, like, time-based. So, like, you, you pass the days and it's, like, the seed, the, you know, you plant in the spring, you mm -hmm. harvest in the autumn kind of stuff. And if you do a really good job, you get, like, you level up. That is the way you level up in this game is, like, by planting and, like, reaping this harvest. Um, 
And there is also like an element of like as you're exploring, you do need to eat to oh. be able to fight. So you have to go back to your little like farm area and like, you know, get through the winter with the rest yeah. that you um, you collect like other ingredients and stuff. But to like cook, you have to like eat the rice basically. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Um, and then like how the gameplay part of it works is basically like you go through these like kind of like mini little dungeons and there's like usually like enemies and bosses in there and things you can collect like you can collect different power-ups and um different new skills like you can collect ingredients to like make the rice grow better like you know different like different things like that so you're kind of incentivized to explore while you you know farm your rice this is reminding me of a of a conversation we had a while back that i think for you you really gave me a weird look when I when I mentioned this. I, I'm still curious about it. What do you mean? I think we were we were having a super thrilling conversation about cooking rice, and I asked ah. you. I was like, you know, the, I use the rice cooker. The rice is always like it's like hard before you cook it, and yeah. it's like it, the rice is dried. I'm I'm guessing. Yes. Is it there is. a ver- is there a version of fresh rice that you can get that is like oh. freshly picked? Off. And is that and is that like what the next like? is that the next level of rice? I think it's it and you looked at me like mil- I was. It's millet, right? A moron. Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. I think that's what it's called. Like the fresh part of the rice is called the millet. Really? And you can make porridge out of that. Well, that's not what you said when I asked you. You just gave me a dirty look. I was like, well, I that's a dumb said, question. I thought I said that. No, <laughs> no you didn't. Maybe you didn't listen to me. <laughs> now, yeah, now I know. But now, but in the game, you do have to like dry the rice. Oh, so you know now because you've been playing this I've game. I've been playing this game. Okay. And then you take the kernels off and eat the, and then it says like, okay. koshikiri rice. How like, polished what, is your rice? How good is, yes. exactly. No, it okay. all makes a difference. And it like tells you like, you leveled up this many, right. this much because your rice is like this grade or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's fun. You were looking at me like I had like a Dan Reichert moment of like, how, how hey, these egg whites are actually eggshells. <laughs> it's not like that. I think it's, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe there's like some sort of rice grower. I don't know. There. It's like, is this like some Listening. big business opportunity? Of like, oh, we got this next level rice. It's fresh picked. I don't know. I don't even know it. I um, was also very interested in this game a while, like a couple years ago. I was like, oh, I'm going to play this. But then I consulted our, our great website, um, Time to beat or time to I forget it's what long it game was way longer than I thought I was like yeah. oh I don't have time for this so it's I super I, long it's like 35 hours or yeah, something it's, it, again very similar to Okami where you think it's not that long but it's actually it's like really 85 long. hours or whatever yeah. um, I'm not might not finish sure but I'm, I'm quite enjoying it nice. right now it was perfect to play during this trip good good yeah um, so you have not played any cyberpunk I played a little bit last night I didn't get okay. very far Okay. I I just got past yeah, like, you... a big story moment. Oh, Keanu Reeves showed up. Oh, <laughs> Keanu, Keanu showed up. It was exciting. I mean, Keanu Reeves again. I didn't I didn't know what to expect. I didn't have really any expectations. Like he is like kind of the main character of this game. Yeah. In a way that weird. I didn't expect, and yeah. he's there the whole time. And he is really there the whole time. He's got a ton of dialogue. Yes. Um, not always delivered the best, but right, right. it kind of grew on me. Yeah. Maybe it's just like. That is what they're going. Okay, for. I think yeah, that was that was sort of like this robotic, like stilted, right, like right. dialogue, which is fine. Um, so I finished the game. You did, yes. You, again, <laughs> last week you were saying like you were surprised at how short this game is. Yeah, that site said it was like twenty-two hours. Mm-hmm. My my final play time was like seventeen hours. Oh wow, you really <laughs> so breezed through. Short. You didn't do any of the side quests, no? 
Not really. Again, I never felt very compelled and the game never seemed to give me a great reason. Right. A lot of people, though, when I said that, they're like, oh, you really should have done that. And I guess that opens up some of the other endings. It's like, oh, eh, endings. I'm fine. I'll, I'll watch the other endings. Uh, on that's YouTube. the thing. Like, the endings do not compel me to play more of any game. Like, right. Everyone's like, oh, like, do the side quest. You can get a different Elden Ring ending. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. There were some parts of the game that I didn't really totally get into or look at until I was almost done though so oh. I was like oh maybe I should have been doing this more but like I didn't know you could just upgrade all your weapons did you know oh, that no in the like crafting section you can upgrade all your weapons I didn't realize that until Ew. I was like an hour left and then there's also other these other like cybernetic enhancements you can put in your body which I just never really got more than one or two of these okay. so I was like where do I there's a lot of slots on your body I'm like where do I get these oh I didn't know because you go to the doctor and he like Maybe. In the beginning, yeah. he gives you like the whatever. Ripper Doc. The Ripper Doc. Yeah. yeah, he gives you like the eyeball or whatever. Right, right. Cool but I mean, there's probably like a dozen like slots in your body for you to put stuff in oh. that'll give you these enhancements. Like, this seems like a cool way to customize your character, but okay. I, I just didn't get any of them. That's weird. So, yeah. But in the end, I, I ended up really going deep on this katana, which was good. You like the katana, Slice the melee? Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I would use like some sort of a gun to sort of thin them out and then I would go rush somebody and chop them up and then go back and hide again. Oh, I, I still really like the way kind of the skill trees work. Yeah. It, it does feel like you are creating something that feels different. It does, yeah. And the upgrades, It's very customizable the way that you want to, what yeah. you want to do with your character. And the upgrades feel worthwhile. It's not like, I, the game that had like the most like flimsy Borderlands 2 I remember oh, a game we played yeah. it was like oh increase your damage by .001% it's like, like what's the point of that I don't feel yeah. I don't feel cool for getting this, this exactly is lame. Yeah. it doesn't feel like it's yeah. worth it at all like worth your no. time so the ending was um, it was quite long quite drawn out it was interesting I the, like the way it, it actually concludes I don't it's kind of a cliffhanger so okay yeah, it, it is what it is. Okay. I like this game, Do you feel though. satisfied after you finish the game? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Even yeah. though it was short? Again, I, I did not want, coming off of all these open world games, and this being another open world game, I did not want another 40 like to 60 hour slug. wanting a short slug. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I, I felt very satisfied. I'm, I'm very happy I finally got to it. We don't review games. But. But. If you I, would give it a. If I reviewed Cyberpunk 2077, I think I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Wow. Well, yeah. That's quite high. Well, again, I didn't experience really any of the bugs right those seem to be mostly fixed yeah. so well yeah. good on them for like re-putting out this game and actually doing a good job fixing yeah it. i mean it's yeah, definitely got some just yeah. bigger issues beyond mm -hmm. bugs it's definitely not as good as the witcher 3 um but yeah yeah it's 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 impressive it's it's cool um so yeah I don't, and, and then what i'm playing next i'm kind of I'm like gosh i don't know what my next big game is gonna be Oh boy! Back I guess to there's Horizon? Mario's. Eh, no, Mario Strikers is coming up. June, you have some time. Yeah. So, so kind of after that, I was like, I just got to get into this eShop and see what I've been missing out yeah. on. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, you found something. Well, I just like, I just Google. I again, I don't like to sift through it all myself. Right. I just Google like eShop hidden gems, and I found mm -hmm. I think it was like a Nintendo Life article. Oh, cool. And they seem to put those out all the time. Yeah. Like and I found lists, lists of things. Um, this game. I, I always forget what the name of this game is, so I have to check. <laughs> full Metal Furies. Not okay. Full Metal Furries. That I would be different. <laughs> definitely read Full Metal Furries that at would first, be different. and I was like, this is interesting. Uh, full Metal Furies, which this game came out like three or four years ago. I don't know why I missed it, because this is totally up my alley. 
This is, this is a beat em up. This is from the developers of Rogue Legacy, which is mm. a game I really like. I'm looking forward to playing Rogue Legacy 2 um, when I get a chance. But this is a beat em up, but it feels really like modern. How so? So there's just like a lot of like mechanics that they have added to make it feel, to give it a lot more depth. So, oh, okay. so there's four different characters that you can choose. You, you create a team of two. Okay. Um, and you can switch through those characters oh. at any time. And they all have really different strengths and weaknesses. So mm-hmm. the two I chose, I chose the tank, who is this um, lady who has a big shield, and she fights with that. Not like Captain America style, where it's, you know, you're, like, not, you're, you're not throwing, throwing it, it yeah. but, but you're blocking, you're, you're kind of like meant to, you're a tank, you're meant yeah. to take a lot of damage. And the other one I chose is the, I think it's called the Engineer. Oh. And she has, all the characters are, are women, by the way. I think this character has like a, a pistol and other little like gadgets. Like okay. she's got like a drone that she can throw out that'll do Some like, more like rain damage. Stuff. Right. And the other two, there's like a fighter and then there was a sniper. And I haven't really dabbled with them at all. Mm-hmm. But again, this, this game has a good um, skill tree. You can equip different equipment mm. that give you different things that you can do. But they didn't even like the fights themselves. Like, like there's certain enemies. There's like an indicator that like, oh, they will only take damage from this character. So you have oh. to switch over and fight them with this one. Oh, that's so interesting. Which maybe puts you at an advantage or a disadvantage. Um, it's a little bit of strategy. There's yeah, there's yeah. quite a bit of strategy. Um, the game is pretty tough, and like I did have to go back and grind on some of the earlier levels to, mm-hmm. to upgrade my character. Is there like a storyline? Uh, there not is, really. but I am not You're really paying like attention to it. it. Okay. Uh, part of me is like, oh, why are these four women fighting this big war? I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> good for them. Um, it, it is uh, up to four players. Um, it has online. I haven't tried. I'm, I'm just skeptical that there's going to be nobody on. Like nobody online. Yeah. yeah. So, but. Um, for those little, little oh, games. Yeah. If you're interested, I'll play it oh, with you. Okay. Yeah. This game is, this game is really cool, though. And again, I, I don't know how this game went so under the radar because it's great. Yeah, I've never heard of it, so. Me neither until, yeah. you know, five days when ago. When did it come out? I think it was 2018. Oh, no. A long time ago. <gasps> oh. I like how we're both like playing these old games that we. It's have. good though. It's yeah, good. I was that's, like, that's wow. That's why it's like you'll never run out, really. Right. You right. always find something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. What else? I'm gonna finish Cyberpunk. I hope this week. I think I. Would I be think able you to. probably so could. Next if you... week's show, we can talk compare notes on yeah. endings and stuff because I I'm curious. I did choose a different like whatever class or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I want to see. How yeah. that goes. And then I don't know what I'm going to do next either. I'm like trying to say It's kind of nice to have a breather from the big, you know, massive game release. Yeah, it is a little bit. We were busy in the beginning. Horizon, either. though. You were really I think I'm going talking back. a big game. I think I might go back. Someone <laughs> convinced me to go back. Oh, Someone convinced me. I want to be convinced. I want to yeah, be coerced. You to convince yourself. I want to be coerced to go back. Oh, boy. Ah. I want to be coerced. <laughs> Not what you usually hear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, news? On to the news. Oh boy, the news. The kind of funny news jingle sounded a little bit like our old news jingle. It was better singing. We don't need that anymore. Our news jingle is so good. We don't have that anymore. So we're way off the old jingle. This is a story that I know you were talking about. I know. Did you hear what I said? I'm just kidding. EA is looking to sell or merge, apparently. Two different things, but okay. Um, I mean, are they? Yeah. Looking for a way out. <laughs> okay. Pull. <laughs> that's the, what they, that's the what it is. The knapsack is actually not a parachute. No, I mean, kidding. this seems to be like, I mean, this is kind of what Activision was saying too of like, yeah. 
we made the games bigger and bigger, and now it's become kind of unsustainable for us yes. to keep doing this, so we need someone to come in and save us. Yeah, yeah. It's like, sounds like a cell phone. But selling immersion doesn't feel different to you. I feel like merging is like you are going to join up with an equally like, like-minded like yeah. brand to do something even better, and then, of course, to get additional right. funding. Selling means that you're like... I'm out. Well, I mean, the, so know? so there's <laughs> examples here. So it says it sounds like they got really close to making a deal with NBC. That would be a yeah, sell. That would be a, a way sell. I mean, at some point, isn't it just semantic sell merge? No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Anyways, continue. So, and then there's some other names um, that came up here: Disney, Apple, Amazon. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Rumors and speculation about so, these other brands. That are not really. Not really. I feel in, like all of those are cells because they're not really like a like-minded, like truly. Yeah, you would brand. you would become like the gaming brand for this big media and conglomerate. And you know that that's going to water down your stuff like no tomorrow. Well, well there like, was one of these that stood out to me of like, oh, maybe that that could work, Disney. So listen, Star Wars. They already have the Star Wars license, license and yeah. you have to bet that if they get shopped around to somebody else, that maybe a competitor to Disney, they could be like, no, 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 no. We're pulling the plug yeah, on this. On this, do, deal. they're not going to do that. Disney yeah. will not allow that to happen. Also, the way Marvel. they have Marvel and the way they're doing Marvel games is it's kind of like piecemealed out to a lot of different companies. Like that, There's yeah. no like one central studio. Hub. So it's like if you could say to like EA Studios, like, hey, you're going to be making mostly Star Wars and Marvel games, like. That's a cool lane to have. It feels like right now they're a little bit like yeah. fragmented. Of like what are you actually making here? Yeah, like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance and the Marvel game that we played with that the yeah. Square Enix was like vastly different. Yeah. Now, let me give you the last piece of this puzzle. Okay. Disney come, come owns ESPN. Oh, sports. So sports. So you have a you just lost the FIFA license. What do we brand that? You have John Madden, who is unfortunately no longer with us. What do you brand that? You mm -hmm. you just brand all your sports games, ESPN presents or whatever. Yeah, okay. That could it could work. It could work. Whereas with these other ones, I wouldn't. The do other those ones deals. are not good. That's like what Amazon. No, yeah, that's a that. real what kind of situation. Yeah. So the thing that you know I was thinking about with all these mergers and acquisitions or whatever yeah. is like you don't want to water it down so much where yeah. like nobody has an identity right. anymore. It's just like we're all this, you know, we're we're all like kind of. Answering to this big yeah. corporation, yeah. you know. You see this with like like the Warner Games. Exactly. Off, off. Like every six months, it's like, hey, this is back on the block, and it's like, oh, oh they not again. did they not want this? Like, why did you buy it if you didn't want it? Yeah, and then why are you making such like generic stuff yeah. with it? That's the real. That's like, the risk. That's the risk because you end yeah. up in a situation exactly. like exactly. Yeah, but yeah, Disney could work. I mean, I'm, they're definitely looking into. I feel like they're. Wanting to get more into games to like round yeah. out their entertainment empire, as sure. it were. So that would um, that would that would be something that if they, I think if they thought that EA could do the job, like mm -hmm. they might be interested. Yeah. So okay. Next up, Silent Hill. I used to work on Silent Hill. I'm too scared. To play <clears throat> I went Silent to the Hill. Silent Hill movie premiere. I'm too scared to play or watch. Uh, they are pretty scary. I will say. I don't think I played the. Silent Hill 2. That's the one. And That's I a good was one. scared yeah. out of my gourd. Like I could not. Yeah. The backwards walking, I can I can't do that. That is like my oh, deep yeah. a deep fear that I have. Yeah. I deep fear. And then when I was at Konami, like there was there was a guy who became like he was the new mastermind of the Silent Hill franchise. And this was when the main guy, Akira Yamaoka, had kind of like stepped away a little bit. Sure. And this guy was like, Well, here's here's my, you know. 
eight game plan for the roadmap for the franchise. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, you're biting off a lot right now. Yeah, it's really a lot. <laughs> and then I think a couple of those games came out, but the rest never happened. And right. the franchise is just in, you know, yeah, Konami kind of in... purgatory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this apparently, remake. according to uh, Jeff Grubb, <clears throat> hashtag friend of the show. Is he a friend of the show? He is. I hope he is because I like him. Why wouldn't he be a friend of the show? What'd you do to Jeff Grubb? I don't know. I I didn't do anything to Jeff Grubb. Hopefully not. (laughs) You got me on my heels right now. I'm I'm reeling. You got to take this over here. Um... Yeah, Jeff Grubb. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, Jeff Grubb. So anyhow, there he has the stories that's saying there is uh, a full remake mm-hmm. of Silent 2 coming, a new mainline Silent Hill game, and maybe some other like um, odds and things. ends. Yeah. And, and the story is that this Bloober team it'd be doing the Silent Hill 2 remake. Mm, okay. And they have been known for making, you know, some other... Horror games? Horror type games. Yeah. I'm not familiar with their work. Me neither. I saw some people kind of like being like... They make horror games, but are they actually good? So that's interesting to hear people say. I mean, there's not a lot of studios that specialize in horror. Horror. I don't know if you need a studio that specializes. I don't think so either. Maybe a studio that specializes in like cinematic. Just get a good. Just get a good developer. Like like could like what Kojima doing PT like. That was yeah. the scariest 30 seconds I ever played of a game. And then I just turned <laughs> it off. Like, and oh. I, yeah, I just noped out of that so hard. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who, who knows what Konami is doing or thinking? They're, they are the, mis, the mystery wrapped yeah, in the They're enigma. on a Stairmaster taking these vitamins. They're, and just... they're at like a pachinko parlor somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, making a, but that's interesting. I mean, making a smoothie. they have all these franchises that, that should come back. And it's just like, just, just do it right or give it to somebody else. Right. Like, exactly. These are valuable for gaming. Exactly. And it's stuff that's like, it's not hard to do, you know? It's like... Well, you have to give them money, which I think is their... Everybody (laughs) needs the money, it sounds like. Well, they don't want to spend it, you see. (laughs) Well, don't spend it on dumb stuff. Gosh. Silent Hill 2 Remake. That sounds like a slam dunk. I'm not playing that. It sounds horrible. I would check that out. I mean, I'm too scared. It might be like one of these. Maybe but. we can do it on the show and it'll be a reaction of me screaming and running <laughs> screaming. out of the room. Play that in broad daylight. We can play it in daylight, yeah. The game uh, Condemned is a cool game. Have you, do you know what this game? No, I don't want to. This was an original Xbox 360 game. No. I played this uh, in broad daylight, surrounded by a group of friends, and it was still really terrible. That's what happened to me with Resident Evil. You were playing this in broad daylight with like eight people. I was doing the same thing with Resident Evil and I told my friend to sit with me the whole time while I played this game. And he did and I was terrified. I like, I got like headaches because I was so scared. Headaches. Anyways. Moving on. Moving on to a not scary game, but a, uh, a very colorful and fun game. Yes. Hopefully fun game. Splatoon 3. Yes. The cloud saves. Um... Like, I don't. Did this get snuck onto the website? It's inadver- one of those inadvertently. Things, like, it was like an online and in the it, online features. It's also kind of online features. It's kind of a footnote, section. but it is interesting saying that the game will offer cloud saves, but only for the offline part of the game. Right. So like single player or whatever. Um, I mean, we know that they're very worried about cheaters. They are always worried about cheaters, but it's. You kind of get to the point with some of these games where it's like, who's the joke on? When like, exactly. remember how long we waited for the Animal Crossing like island transfer tool? And remember how or... we all almost deleted our islands when it didn't work? Oh. 
That was that was not cool. When we moved over to, to OLED, OLED. Yeah, that was not cool. And we, all of us thought we had deleted yeah. our island. I seriously did. I, I I had made peace with like I've just lost my island. Me too. But I found a way to get it back. Me too. Yeah, well, I, I find it out. I found it out for you. You did. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll do it this way. <laughs> but so many people did lose their islands. Right. It's messed up. And it's like, yes, you don't want cheaters in your online game, <clears throat> but. There are great features like cloud saves that are useful, that people like. That and not maybe, everyone's out to cheat. Let's maybe find a solution. Who's cheating at Animal Crossing? You're replicating toilets. I, I didn't <laughs> cheat. I already ended up with a thousand toilets. Okay, so we have the peaches and the apples a day early. Like, calm down. Who cares? But yeah, but seriously, it's like, get with the program. Yeah. Nintendo. Like, it's it's making it... Uh, it it's, there's the, the means do not justify the ends or whatever, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Looking forward to more news on Splatoon 3. We need to understand the single-player mode, because right now what they've shown us is a lot. There's a lot that's uh, hinging on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. And that's we the news see. for this week, kind of a light news week. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot, we had a lot um, in the early You know what's not light? The question's from the community. Yeah. More hot dozens? Janet said there's a baker's dozen questions, and I got like, oh, we're the ones with the hot dozen. I know. <clears throat> Yeah. Everyone has a hot no. dozen. No, they don't. The like. hot cross buns dozen. Not, not like we do. All right. These are the we hottest. Truly, we truly have the hottest of the dozens. All right. There, there are a lot of questions specifically for you. So I will read, I will, the, I will read those read to you. Questions. You can't read a question to yourself. Self. From Go ahead. Jason Ian. And of course, every week, these are all sourced from our wonderful Patreon subscribers. Yes. Jason E. Question for the podcast. Krista, uh -huh. mm -hmm. considering you're a big fan of Paper Mario, The Thousand yes. Year Door... I was curious on what your opinion is of other Mario RPGs, mm -hmm. such as the Mario and Luigi games by Alpha Dream and Mario RPG on Super NES. I actually like those um, games quite a bit. Which ones? The Mario, Mario RPGs. and Luigi. Mario and Luigi, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, my own. So yeah, I like those games. I have played most of them. I think my only like little complaint is that sometimes they can be a little too long. Yeah. And they can drag on a little it's bit. It's true. Like towards like the middle, I'm like, can we wrap this up? It's a lot of dialogue. I, I get they're supposed to be like yep. dialogue heavy and kind of funny and whatever, which I do enjoy. But uh, let's like keep it a little more concise. When was but, the last time that we got one of those? It feels like we're due. Long time. I know Alpha Dream like they either closed down yeah. or they got consolidated, got, like, consolidated into Nintendo. But it's like I think we're due for one of these games. That would be perfect on Switch. E3 prediction. Could be either. new Mario and Luigi game. Uh, they might not be. They might not be working. On did that. you play? Did you play the SNES Mario RPG? I did. Yeah. yeah, that one's really good. I really like that one too. That one is really really good. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and uh, Gino yeah. Gang. Hashtag yeah. Gino Gang. Hashtag Gino for Gino, Smash. Gino for Smash. I'm more of a Mallow Gang myself, but oh, you know. I do like Mallow. Um, Gino was cool. I don't know if I understand the like white hot intensity of yeah. the, like, we need this. We need this. It's like a Goku group for Smash. Well, a Goku, I, I mean, Goku's an icon. Gino could be an icon, I mean, no? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a marionette. It's pretty cool. All right. Um, okay. Um, well, good. Glad we cleared the air on that. Clear the air. Uh, Drew Grant. With Pride Month right around the corner, what are some ways that the video game industry has positively impacted the LGBTQIA plus community? And what could they do to be more inclusive? doesn't have to be Nintendo specific. Mm. You know, I do love that there are so many studios now, especially the indie studios, that make a lot of games yeah. either sharing um, experiences from that community or 
giving people um, like customization options or choices in games like right. uh, in games in general. So I do really um, like that as a, a kind of, you know, that's been a, a pretty big stride for the industry. Like at, at least since yeah. I've been in the industry, like, you know, 10 years ago, it was very low. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, there was basically nothing. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. And there, not only just low awareness, but just like sort of low representation, yeah. right? Overall. Um, but we were talking about this last week, like when we were used to be, you know, uh, working with our localization team. Our developer, you know, the developers in, at Nintendo, even though they are culturally very different, um, they were always willing to learn. Yeah. You know, and I, I really always appreciated that. Like when they saw comments from. Uh, the community and things like that that kind of raises um, some of these issues. Yeah, like they were they would want to learn more about it. So that was always positive. Right. Um, I think hopefully you know that's becoming more and more part of the conversation, mm-hmm. and people are more and more receptive to you know hearing about everyone's personal experiences and and uh, and making sure that's represented in in a game that they're playing. Yeah. So that's, you know, I hope that's happening. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't agree more with the indie side of things. And the reason that works is it's become, because it's very genuinely done. Right. Whereas with other... It's somebody's actual big, experience. Big companies and studios, <clears throat> it often feels like it's, I think it was that like Activision, like here's our diversity matrix that, that oh, came weird. out and it's like, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing? That's like definitely like big corporate... You don't like, want it to feel band-aiding. like... Yeah. We're, we're, we're checking a box. Mm-hmm. Or the other thing is like, a lot of companies get like scared of this stuff. Like, oh, this right. is political, or we're making a statement. It's like, we're just this all. It's all just people. Like, these are the people that are we are around are, us. So let's and, not get so hung up yeah, on this sort of stuff. Exactly. You know? Everyone wants to enjoy this experience and wants to feel seen by right. You know, by being represented in these. <clears throat> yeah, because if you have that so mindset, like, either you're a going to do nothing because you're freaked out, right? And b you're just going to do it in a really like obviously like. Cringy Again, way. checking yeah. a box kind yeah. of way. You have to be authentic, I think. Right. And that's really That's important. why these games work. These indie games work. Yeah. There's a couple that that, that are really good. Like um, that game Moving Out that we played, mm. I thought was a really good, interesting um, kind of yeah. kind of take for that that I, I personally enjoyed. And then there's another game, um, Cozy Grove, that mm. is really, really good. Yeah. And I think if you're looking for a, a game to play that I feel does this very well and yeah. it's very genuine... And a really good experience, like those two are my top picks. Yeah. Yeah. Good question, though. Um, oh, okay. well, Another the, one for the, me. The, 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 the. Jordan Collette. Jordan Collette. Krista. The Since Jordans. you were a late adopter to the N64, Ooh. what has been your favorite and least favorite games you've tried so far? Well, I, I will say that I didn't own one, but I definitely played okay. games on N64. Okay. Um, let's see. My you, you really showed our good friend Jordan. Wow. No, it wasn't a dig at Jordan. <laughs> Listen up, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you something, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Didn't mean to come off combative. But anyways, um, let's see. So I actually never hadn't even beaten Super Mario 64 right. until very recently. You did it on 3D All-Stars, right? I did it on 3D All-Stars. Yeah. Um, I didn't play it, the original, obviously, on my N64. But... Um, but yeah, I really like struggled <laughs> through that it's game. It's pretty hard at times. Yeah. But I like did it. I yeah. was like so proud right. of myself for beating it because um, definitely like kind of like that experience. It's like I need to like check this box for myself. Yeah. So that was one. I know that's your favorite game too. So I really want to play it, like see what the fuss is about kind of like really all the way through in my own game and everything. 
Um, so that's definitely up there. It's kind of a generic answer, I know. Kind of a cop-out answer. Sorry. Ocarina, have you played? Yes. What, now, when did you play that? Or how did you play that? I played that... I might have played part of it with a friend. With, with their system. With their system. Yeah. And then I played it, re- like, again, when it... When oh, on 3DS. On 3DS, when yeah. they remade it. Yeah. 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 Um, what other... Big GoldenEye is a good yeah. one. That one's like a good party game. I think mm-hmm. anyone that had a N64 out of my friend group would play. Yeah. Even though I was really bad at that game. I wouldn't say that I love that game because I'm not good at shooters really. But um, it was just like a staple of any like yeah. social gathering right. that you have to right. kind of play. Mario Kart 64? Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Not my favorite Mario Kart really. Yeah. I don't a think it is for hard. a lot of people. Yeah. I, like, I still like it. but Yeah. I think I found it to be really difficult. Like, I never did The steering on some of those old Mario Kart games is like, whoa, this is not what they have now. Yeah. It's just like the Warthog. Yeah. (laughs) The fishtailing. The fishtailing on the Warthog and in Mario Kart 64. I mean, the good thing with this is like the N64 library is so small. I know. (laughs) You don't need to play a ton to feel pretty... Accomplished, yeah. Yeah, I I did play a tiny bit of Kirby 64 because that came out on NSO. You were... It was weird. I was frightened because the face came off. I got a I got a copy ability and he ripped his face off and he threw it and I had to turn the game off because I, I was saw upset. That you tweeted it and yeah. I was like looking at that. I watched that video like three or four times. Like, what is actually happening? I don't know. This a lot of people said a... like, "Oh, this is a top tier Kirby game." I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, Ma- maybe I I'll go back. I didn't we'll see." Expect it to be like that movie Face Off yeah. with yeah. John Travolta. Yeah. So interesting. Face. <laughs> um, <laughs> John Travolta and Nick <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, that was a good movie. Um, Kasaka, uh, what do you think about the Wild West? That is the Nintendo eShop mm. games being priced below a dollar, etc. This is where, like, like you're saying, like instead of sifting through the shovelware, sometimes yeah. that's on eShop. And Nintendo has had this problem before. Like, remember the Wii shovelware that that yeah. came out? That was, like, kind of, like, yeah. a lot. I understand the the worry or the frustration, but at the same time, it's like, is there any storefront that has a lot of stuff that's really, like, nailing this? No. I don't. I feel like, you know, Steam has this same mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. My real frustration <clears throat> with the eShop is that it's very slow. Like, to load to up load, and, and yeah. like, I'm, like, cycling through. It's like, you can feel the lag on the yeah. input. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, there's no music for a reason. People want the music in the eShop, but there's not because they want it to be snappy. The whole Switch experience is meant to be snappy. Snappy, but it's it's not snappy. No. And there's definitely ways that people are gaming this. Like, you know, set your price, your price at, like, you know, $50 and then just give it a 99% discount. Yeah. So you're perpetually in the hot deals section. And then you can get get in the the top rankings charts. Mm -hmm. And people know about, like, people at Nintendo know about this stuff. I, at this point, I doubt we're going to get a big redesign until the next real system. Right. And then they'll probably just be like, all right, we'll apply all our learnings to that. Although I, I would love for them to make some tweaks. I just don't think they will. I don't think so either. And, like, I think the biggest thing is, like, the organization. You Mm. know, that's, like, as as the system's gotten, obviously, like, Game Buster popular, it's, like, everyone wants to be on Switch. Yeah. And so you just get, like, so much junk. 
it's hard to sift through the actual experiences yeah. that you want to play. And some of them are not like in those like shelves, you know, like not in the bestsellers or the yeah. hot new or whatever. Like you really want a more curated experience. And yeah. I feel like that would be like my number one. Choice. There is on Switch news. They do have like, hey, here's 10 games that have dogs. But it's like, why don't you just do this in the shop? Right. So it's like, I don't have to be going back and forth. Back and forth. Especially because it's slow. I don't know if that's a technical yeah. issue. Yeah, I don't. I know. I know. It's like, Hello. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, but I mean, again, but at the same time, it's hard to argue with just how much stuff there is. And and like my experience with, I need to check it. The Full Metal Furies again. I just forgot the name. Like there is stuff. Exactly, good game that you never great, knew great about. Great stuff from 2018, um, apparently. Yeah, that deserves an audience. So exactly. I don't know. That's my answer. Okay, Link. How much influence does art style have on your choice to purchase a game? Have you ever passed on a game because you didn't like its art style? Yeah. Really? I think so. What? There's definitely games that I like look at that I'm like, oh, I don't really like the way it looks. Really? Yeah. Because this is, don't, people don't come at me for this, but sometimes you don't want a pixel art style game. Oh. Like it, I, I get why people like it, okay? Like, yeah. okay, you know a game that like kind of, Turn me off a Just little. spit it out. Um, Axiom Verge. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. It just looked like oh. it looked like it was hard, and then it also looked like the art style made it hard to see. The game is kind of hard. And is it hard to see? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't find that. I, I'm kind of the opposite. Where I, I mean, I, I, it's cool if it has an art style I like, but it wouldn't like impede me from oh. wanting to play it. So. That's interesting. Yeah, when games are like kind of like too dark or too yeah. like I don't know, too like gross looking. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to play it. Like I don't. Have it is it. interesting in hindsight to look back at like the insane freakout over the Wind Waker because I know. because people wanted oh we want the dark and gritty Link and you got yeah. it's like and you that game still Link, and that game still looks incredible now yeah, like exactly. however many years. Also, the Skyward Sword freakout was kind of interesting, too. Like, no one liked that oh, watercolor yeah. thing. But I thought it worked well for that game. Yeah. So I, 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 did, I haven't gone back to play that on Wii, but I imagine it might be a little blurry. It's probably a little yeah. blurry. Yeah. Whereas, but again, Wind Waker, if you play that on a GameCube, it's still... It still looks like, really wow. good. This is amazing. That art style does, um, does kind of, like, age well. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah. you don't get into that... You're not in trouble later on if right. you try to like port the game right. to a more right, modern right, right. system. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, okay. You gonna read the next one? Mikey, Mikey. Are you a fan of the PS2 mascot era of games? Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, uh, and Sly Cooper. I hold these franchises close to my heart as they are defining moments of my childhood. Ratchet and Clank are still ongoing, but I would very much love to see Jack and Sly make a return. What are your thoughts? Wow. Well, I'm into these games. I, I actually, um, Sly Cooper, I did not really have much experience with. I think you I played, played the recent Ratchet and Clank game. I did. I, I did not. I liked it. I didn't love that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looked cool, but it felt very much like we have not advanced much past those PS2 yeah. games. Right, right, right. Um, Jack and Dexter is a really interesting one. The first game is kind of like, you know, a Mario 3D platformer. Right. After that, sort they, of lost the way. Well, they like, really like happened? it became like they tried to make it gritty and dark, and I was like, <laughs> "This is like a cute little platformer. What are you doing?" What happened? So you? I didn't. I 
I was not down with that. See, that was that was that's my thing about these mascots. Is like keep them as like cute mascots. Yeah. Then don't like try to make them some something that's not that. Right. You know. Right. Um, and obviously, not naughty dogs got better things to do than Jack and Daxter, probably. Yeah. But ooh, there's a Crash Bandicoot. That's not a PS. Crash Bandicoot is PS1. one of my favorites. Actually, has still sort of endured, hung around. Yeah, yeah. I like Crash Bandicoot a lot. I think, a, I think a lot of people have big nostalgia for Crash Bandicoot. Yes, Bubsy? I definitely do. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, Bubsy sixty four. Let's do it. Let's let's get that on a modern platform. Let's do it. <laughs> But I think yeah, if you you know if they're they're definitely like kind of cheesy and stuff like that. But I think they if you lean into that that part of yeah. it, like yeah, it could work. So. Well, that's I mean going actually all these studios probably have quote better things to do than these games. So it's like I that's do I do like that why, they're still making yeah. Ratchet and Clank games. Um, but yeah, let it, it there let aren't, it. there aren't I mean we they don't need to be we don't need a boom on. Um, you know, mascots, but this style of game, it feels like there's less and there's less. There's less and less. And we less do need it. more. Yeah. I need more. Oh. Personally. Personally. Yes. Miles, congrats to both y'all on your progress in Elden Ring. Thank you. Well, I don't know if it's both of us. Well, you still need <laughs> One it to of the us. end. Big achievement. Following Elden Ring, do either of you plan on checking out uh, FromSoft's other games or the Demon's Souls remake on PS5? Well... Not right now. <laughs> Not right now, but yeah. I, I I am very encouraged because, yeah. again, this is my first Souls game that I ever played and beat. So now I'm like, okay, like I feel more confidence that I can, I can like hang a little bit. Right. I never had that before. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I definitely would want to try these games and probably even like stick to, stick with them a little bit more now because I know I, I you know, I kind of, get the idea now and like why it's so satisfying um but not right now (laughs) i would love to go back to bloodborne but the version that's on ps5 now i know they haven't really done much to it and unfortunately it still has those pretty long load times so after you die it's like it's really like that's the thing too you you know you're gonna die a lot think about your failure oh and that was so nice about elden ring was just really snappy to get back going so if they fix that I would probably go back to that and check that out. Yeah. If they don't, uh, I don't know. But as far as the other kind of like, you know, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, like I'm probably good on that. I mean, I need to finish Elden Ring first. You do. So I'm kind of good on that work to do. style uh, for a little bit. Okay. I get that. Uh, Paul C. Pace. Hello and happy birthday, Krista. Thank you. Uh, to follow up on a question from last week's episode, when Nintendo worked with, quote, influencers, not fond of the term, neither are we. Neither are we, yeah. What was the vetting process like to make sure having videos with them would not blow up in your face? So many video creators and streamers ended up at some point doing something that reflected poorly on brands associated with them, but Nintendo, for the most part, seemed to avoid them. Well, not always. Not always. <laughs> How did you perform vibe checks? Yes. Well, this yes. is a question for you because you created all this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're absolutely right. It, there's always a risk when you are working with creators and working with anybody sort of outside of Nintendo where you can't 100% control what's going to happen. And that's the good and the bad part because the, the whole point of working with creators is that you want their authentic you know, opinions and reactions and like, you don't want them to become like corporate drones for your brand, you know? So 
um, that that was definitely like something that we had to overcome at Nintendo. Like you and I did a lot of work, like getting people like NCL, like our J yeah. Japanese parent company, on board with that level of trust. Well, when you took it over, it was kind of like maybe we don't need to do this anymore. Yeah, that oh, was like yeah. uh, that was seriously on the table. That was on the table. Like we don't need these creators right because there had been a lot of issues of right. like well the quality was not what we wanted right. or we're nervous about these people that are in our program right we don't feel they fit the brand yeah the first the first thing i did was i like totally cut the fat because yeah. the, the program had ballooned into this like crazy list of over you know three four hundred right. creators and of course that's a terrible idea because not only do you lose all control of the quality, but you're not able to build true relationships with right. 400 people. I mean, you can ask somebody who's working on influence, like, oh, what, what do you know about this person? Like, Who they honestly person? couldn't know because yeah. there were too many. There was too many. And we didn't, like, at, at Nintendo at the time, there was not enough resources to sustain right. a creator program that big. Yeah. So that was, like, step one. Let's and some of those people that, that moved on were really big. Yeah. But it was like, well... You know, we want to value people who, you know, have Truly passion have, for Nintendo, who yeah. want to be a part of this program. And want to have a relationship with us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and so that was like the second thing in terms of vibe checks is that we really prioritized. And that, that was like a big thing that I wanted to do when I took over this program was like, we really wanted to pr prioritize like the personal relationship building versus like, let's only go after a creator with like, you know, more than 2 million subscribers. Yeah. You know, that was less important to us than like, Let's develop and cultivate relationships with this like community that truly wants to make really cool Nintendo content and has like a really like authentic passion for the brand. And um, and I think that is actually what has sustained like the, you know, like not having people fly off the handle or whatever yeah. because they really do value like this personal touch. Um, and again, we, we became good friends with... Many of the creators, we're still friends with them now, you know, in, in our programs. And it was truly because of that versus, like, we're only going to talk to Ninja and, you know, we, we don't really care about, like, we're just going to, like, yeah. give him, like, a suitcase full of money and right. him do, let him do whatever, you <clears throat> right, know? Right. Um, that was not the, sort of, not the goal at all. Mm -hmm. um, we certainly run have run into issues, even with people in the program that we've <laughs> had to deal with. Um some of those issues were not very fun. Yeah. And definitely there is like this sort of like drama that comes with it. Like, you know, there's people when we were doing this like big revamp of this program, there are people that we had to like cut loose basically right. that did not fit with um, the current goals of what we wanted to, to do with creators. And like some of those people were not very happy yeah. and like really did unprofessional things like air personal messages right. from you know, our agency that was helping us and like doing all sorts of things that really just, I think is unprofessional and just yeah. not going to win you any big points at all from any other brands. You're probably going to put the nail in your own coffin there and like no other yeah. brand's going to want to really work with you. Yeah. So yeah. Two years later, some people may still be talking about that. Two years later, <laughs> some two people years, two are years. literally still talking <laughs> Since about Since we this. had that big shakeup yeah. of, the, um, of the program, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was what was for the best um, it was. Yeah, for the program. Totally. So yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Paul Gale, how you too? I was curious how you felt back in the day when Microsoft fully acquired Rare. Did the company's departure from Nintendo sting you? <laughs> and now that it's been 20 years, do you think it was the right move for Nintendo not to buy the company completely? A 
I feel like if Rare were with Nintendo to this day, there'd have been plenty of great sequels to the former's past hits in the last two decades and not a more or less abandonment, abandonment towards them. Um, so going back to the N64 library, yeah. you know, Rare really did carry Basically, the N64. Yeah. Like without Rare, like that would have been a huge disaster. Right, right. Um, Slim pickings there. At the time they were sold, it kind of felt like they were... Like ready to go. Slipping maybe a little bit. I mean, they had Star Fox Adventures, I think was their right. last game that was on GameCube. And mm-hmm. then if you look at what they did first for Microsoft was uh, grabbed by the Ghoulies, which is not... Uh, Yikes. It's not hot stuff. So yeah. maybe, you know... Out of ideas Maybe the company knew something about like... Um, the future was not yeah. looking as bright. Right. Yeah. Maybe they maybe they had a good reason to want yeah. to move on. Um, but the good, I mean, it's great that they've had this resurgence. Yeah. Um, maybe this is what they needed to like part ways to have this yeah. kind of resurgence. Like having maybe like this level of control from Nintendo was like harming them creatively or something yeah. like that. So. But at the time, I don't remember being really like, oh no. I, I was just kind of like, huh. Okay. Yeah. I think I had the same reaction. Yeah. I wasn't like, it definitely felt yeah. like a different era from the N64. Which yeah. Was like hit, 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 hit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Stoop Jam. Yes. Thank you for the pronunciation notes. Yes. When I saw the first Splatoon trailer in 2014, I thought it was a bold but extremely risky new IP launch, especially so for the Wii U. Do you have any insights about how Nintendo of America handled its initial promotion, specifically the creation of the You're a Kid Now, You're a Squid Now thing song? It's catchy. Um, it's very catchy. It rhymes. People like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we had the same reaction. Like when we first saw Splatoon, um, we had been hearing about the game for a while. When they when someone describes this game to you, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, you're a squid that's also a kid. You get into this ink. It's like a shooter, but like for kids, but also for adults. You're like, huh? Um, so it wasn't until we actually like played and saw the game, I think that we people started getting it. Yeah. So that was sort of the big like fo- focus afterwards, marketing wise, is like we wanted to get as many people to like really understand this like creative thing. Yeah. This was um, also I'd say one of the games that got a lot more attention on the marketing side. Like I remember yeah. we had like a full day offsite where mm-hmm. all the marketing teams got to together it to us to do like yeah. brainstorms and talk about what we're thinking. Yeah. And I think we probably had more time with this game than we did on a typical game. Yeah. Which is good for new IP because it does take a right. deeper level of understanding. Right, but a very rare occurrence for it to get this right. kind of treatment. Um, as for the song, I think that was a creation from the advertising, advertising agency. team. Yeah. Because um, I don't think that was used anywhere else. Right. Um, but it was it was definitely a, a, big, a big thing to have as yeah. far as people... Catching on. And usually, like, the advertising for Nintendo is, like, no offense, but it's pretty, like... Um, straightforward. Programmatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. It's very straightforward. Formulaic. Sorry, that yeah. was the word I'm looking for. Um, it's good, but it's just, like, we're going to show the people playing, right. and then we're going to run the trailer, and then we're going to show the price. Um, this one was, like, very creative, and I think the fun thing about new IP is that they're they don't carry the baggage of old IP yeah. or like established right. IP. So there was a lot of uh, willingness from the development team. And the development team was also like a bunch of 20 year olds <laughs> <laughs> who like wanted to have fun, yeah. which is awesome. Um, There's like so much willingness from the development team to like experiment um, because right. of this new right. IP. So that's why you ended up with things like the song and we ended up going to the Mess Fest, which mm-hmm. was like this crazy mm-hmm. like event that, that we put on yep. in Santa Monica. So like it, it just allows like 
everybody on the marketing side to be more creative, which is always fun. Yeah. Uh, Rain Tech asks, now I have the most important question of all. A question so important, Whoa. the answer might fracture the space-time continuum itself. What? Okay, here it is. Why aren't there more official <laughs> Nintendo merch stores in the U.S. and Europe? Why does Nintendo want me to travel to New York to get an official merch store? Will there, there will be more Nintendo theme parks out in the wild than official merch stores in 2023. That's crazy, actually. That's actually a really crazy thought that I didn't think about yeah. until you, you wrote this down. Two versus one. Yeah. There is store.nintendo.com, people. So, it's not the same. on one hand, it's like, yeah, it would be awesome to have these dedicated stores. On the other hand, I have to think back to when I was young, and there really was not the amount of stuff that there is now. Yeah. So, at least you can get it yeah. versus just... But going to the store is an experience. Yeah. So yeah. I but, I mean, you could still saying. walk into also, like, like a Target, and there's a good amount of mm -hmm. stuff that, True. again, you wouldn't have had before. Yeah, or, like, Amazon or whatever. But I get it, you know, having the official stores is really cool, and mm -hmm. it's... It's like you said, it's an experience and I have to, it's just, it's probably just not a priority, yeah, but it would be not. cool if it was. Yeah, exactly. I want to go to Tokyo so bad to go to the yeah. the store in Tokyo. It's like, they have the coolest stuff there that's yeah. so hard to get. I get why you want people to go to the store, but it would be nice to make some of that available online. I know. Like maybe not everything, please. but some stuff. Just like maybe around the holidays. Because there's a lot of people who just can't, especially now. Can't, They've closed the borders. Can't, can't, can't or don't want to yeah. travel. Yeah. Um, exactly. Okay. Stephanie Lynn. Hi, Kit and Krista. I was wondering what is your most and least favorite Zelda game and why? And what made those games your most and least favorite game? Um, we did do a video on Nintendo Minute. Top three Zelda games. Yes. So what was your top three? Uh, my top three was Wind Waker... Twilight Princess and Breath of the Wild. Well, Breath of the Wild wasn't out yet, but now it's Breath of oh, the Wild. I think, did you have a... Uh, but what was the third game? Uh, probably Ocarina of Time. Oh, okay. I think. So I'm I had sure. I had Wind Waker, um, Link to the Past. Oh, Link to the Past. Oh, yeah. And um, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. But of course, Breath of the Wild has overtaken oh, all of those. Skyward Sword's on that list, too. I don't know. It's close set. Skyward Sword, unfortunately, got bumped from my top three. Yeah. Um... um I think Ocarina of Time got bumped from. Okay, mine. least favorite. Uh, unfortunately, it's Majora's on your. It's on mask. your list. No. Oh, for you. Yeah. Okay. Majora's Mask. Minus Twilight Princess. I know. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's a big rift in our friendship. It's okay. Majora's Mask is mine, and that's a cult. The game has a not a cult following, but like a huge following. Now, what if I saw somebody saying in our Discord, like it's a shame people get turned off of the time stuff because otherwise it's a really amazing game. What if this game? What do you just turn that off? What if? I just don't really like that world, though. Mm. The world is not appealing to me. Okay. Like Castle Town with those people. Like I'm not building my relationship with all them. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. The countdown does not work for me at all. Because no. you know I hate countdowns. So do I. So that does not work for me. But yeah, also the world itself is just kind of like meh. No offense, people. All right. Uh, a final question. It's from Riven. Mm. It's extremely important. Oh, boy. You're interviewing Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> What are at least three questions you would ask? Why are you so... Just kidding. Uh, I only have one question, which is, why, why are you this way? Why, are, <laughs> why you are you the way that you are? Did you hear that there was an ugly Sonic in the new Chippendales movie? I did. Are you going to watch the new Chippendales movie? No, because of that. Really? That is interesting, though. What if I give you a timestamp of where that this happens and you can skip? Because... Rescue Rangers is Disney. Yeah. And then Sonic is whatever... 
company has Sonic now. Like, yeah. how did how did this happen? How did this come to I be? Don't, I was very confused it's by this. I've not watched the movie yet. Toothy Sonic. It's ugly Sonic. Right. Ugly fat toothy Sonic. I mean, I do like that they're being a little like self-aware and having fun with it. Like, I'm sure if there was like the Mario equivalent of like toothy Mario, it would never see the light of day, and it oh would be gosh. like a, a secret shame on everybody's life who created it. Exactly. Um, so I'll, I'll give Sonic some credit. There's for some that. creative um, license. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when you've got 30 years of failure, you might as well just oh, poke, come on. poke some fun at yourself, right? Don't be vindictive. No. Okay. All right. All right, here Great we go. Great questions as usual. Uh, our Patreon family is literally the best. Bringing Thank it. you guys for all of the great questions um, every week. Um, all right, graduation services have commenced for our one-up. It's graduation members. season right now. It is. People are graduating. They are. I wonder they if are. any of these people are graduating. Get the double. Tell, tell the... us if you're graduating. Congratulations yeah. if you're graduating. When you had your graduation, did you get the big like the hat, the, yeah. the, the tassels, or yeah, whatever? Yeah, through the thing. I did not. I didn't have that in in high school. I had that in college. You didn't have that in high school. No, it was just like dress dress nice. Really? No, we didn't do oh, that. Oh, we did the whole cap and gown. Oh, the, yeah, cap and gown. That's cap what it's called. Cap and gown. Yeah. 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 Did you have? Were you? Um, did you have any sashes for your honor stuff? Did you? Were we you like? They didn't have that. Oh no. Any valedictorian? <laughs> really? Did you have that? I, we didn't have that either. I was the. Um, I performed at my high school graduation. I was a really? singer. You sang. I sang during my high school graduation. What did you sing? And now I can't remember. Oh, come on. I think it was like some song about graduating. Okay. <laughs> I need to look at the it. vitamin C graduation song? I wish I sang that song. <laughs> yeah, but I performed during it. Wow. Can you believe it? It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> graduating. I will not be singing this, but we will be reading your names. Go ahead. Here we go. A. Ron Burgundy. Aaron Hash. Adam Edwards. Ajahn Malari. Alexandra Pratt. Ali. Andre NYH. Angela Bycroft. Angelo Vega. Bailey Mayer. Ben Eichhorn. Bettina Tang. Blue Toad. Brian Humphreys. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Daniel Colt. Daniel Valencia. Dachshund. David Zeck. Douglas Chomix. Drew Grant. Dino Punch. Ed Sandwich. Eigenverse. Elite Peach. Ed Sparts 50. Fairbound. Scar. Garrett Hullfish. Grayson Adkins. Handheld Gamer. Handsome Warrior. Ian Shea. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jackie Z. Jason E. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeremy Amaker. Jesse Hernandez. Jim Wakeland. Jobert. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hammerly. Jordan Thomas. Jordy Kirk. Joshua Clements. Juan. Just Camtro. Carter with a K. Kawa2796. Kevin. Kevin Delane. K Madman. Oh, K Madman TV. Kyle Kretzer. Tyler Nelson. Lego My Frogo. Link. Linked Triforce. Link Master. Luminous. Luca Mania. Lucas Pico. Luis. Luis Calcagno. Mark Nielsen. Mark Schlasner. Maru Mayhem. Matt McCarthy. Matthew Rewald. Michael Cravens. Michael J. File. Michael Mazer. Mike Chin. Mikey. Murph. Mytran. Nick Waterman. Nodnarb. Parker Anderson. Patreon user. Paul Gale Network. Piano Psychopath. Pirates TCG Grudges Forever. Prince Charmless. P.S. We. Reaver. Rad State of Mind. Rain Tech. Raphael. Ray Charon. R.J. Kern. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Roy Eski. Ryan Hayes 521. Rianetta. Sam Newland. Safazon. 
Shinryu. Slowbro. Spicy Munchkins. Starholt Productions. Steel Citron. Switching It Up Underscore. The Dads After Dark Show. The Don Rod. Thomas. Thomas Alvarez. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Geis. VGM Life. Victor Yee. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. What's Up Flapjack. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Zudasverf. And that is that. Oh boy, we're doing it. Woo. Yay! Another show in the books. We're going to wrap it up because I wanna, really want to open my birthday present. Oh. Yes, badly. we're going to do that next. Badly. Okay, don't forget to follow us on Patreon. Remember, we have an event this month, so if you want to jump into the One Up Club. This weekend. Whoa, this weekend. If you want to jump into our One Up Club tier to go to the event, yeah. do it quickly. Quickly, 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 quickly. Um, but we also have other tiers for you to join um, if you want to t- check it out. It's patreon.com slash Krista. We are also on all of the social media channels, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at slash Krista. Um, make sure you subscribe to this channel. Give this a thumbs up. Leave us your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Anything else? Did I miss anything? No. Okay. We're going to go now. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>